Hey there, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. My name is Daniel Trinum, and I will be your host as always. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to let you know of a few things of note. First, you may or may not be aware that I host another podcast called The Third Seat. The Third Seat is unrelated to the podcast you are listening to right now, but if you'd like to check it out, then I will put a link in the description of today's episode that you can use to listen to it. If you like this podcast, then I really think you will like The Third Seat as well, so I highly recommend you check it out. Next, I want to let you know of a few ways you can support the podcast. First, be sure to tell a friend if you enjoy the show. Word of mouth is not only a great way to help support the show, but it's also zero cost. Secondly, if you enjoyed today's episode, then be sure to leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Leaving a positive review is one of the best ways of not only supporting the show, but it also gives me direct feedback from you regarding how you feel about the show overall. I greatly appreciate if you decide to take the time to support the show in any of these ways. Finally, if you'd like to follow me or the show on social media, then feel free to check out the description of today's episode. Here you will find all affiliated and mentioned links, as well as how you can support the show online. As always, I want to thank you for tuning into and supporting the show. It really means a lot to me, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as I enjoyed making it for you. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. My name is Daniel Trinum. I will be your host as always. Um, and today, uh, today's episode is going to be another installment in the series that I like to call Sincerely Yours Truly. Uh, this series is basically just uh, an opportunity for uh, me to sit down uh, with a microphone and just give my thoughts on things that are happening in my life, things that uh, I experience, things that I just want to talk about. Uh, if you've if you've met me, uh, or even if you haven't, you you probably know that uh, I have no shortage of opinions, no shortage of uh, thoughts on on you know uh, the things happening in in my life and our lives and. Uh, this is really just an opportunity for me to um, share some of those thoughts and opinions uh, and just to just to give you all a glimpse into my kind of thought process and uh, just show you a little bit uh, into into how I operate. And so uh, today's episode is is going to be another installment of that. Um, before uh, I begin this uh, before before we kind of dive into the crux of this episode, um, let's see. I am currently recording this episode. Uh, let's see. Yeah. So Thanksgiving was last week. Uh, I took I took last week off. Normally I post episodes every Monday, uh, and at the time of this recording, I didn't I didn't post anything on Monday uh, just because I wanted to take some time off last week uh, just to kind of rest and relax and enjoy some time with my family. And so. Um, of course I want to first and foremost say, uh, if you're out there and you're listening and you celebrate Thanksgiving, I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope you had a, uh, great time with your, your friends and your family and your loved ones. If you were able to, um, spend that time with them. And I hope it was, uh, I hope you got to eat lots of good food and, and enjoy the time with your loved ones. Um, but I would be remiss without saying, uh, and I know it's, it's very cliche and I know it's a little bit cheesy, but I would be very remiss without saying thank you uh, to you, to, to you, the listener. Um, you know, with this podcast, this has been a new experience for me. Um, you know, let's see. I don't know how long I've been doing this at this point, um, but see, let, let me let me pull it up here and we'll see. Um, uh, let's see. I've been doing this show for about for about five, five or six months at this point. Um, and you know, I have been 
there've been lots of ups and downs with it. Uh, there've been days where I've been extremely inspired, uh, and I've had a lot to talk about and there've been, you know, I've had the opportunity to speak with so many unique and interesting individuals. And I just am so grateful to have this opportunity, but truly none of this, even the small platform that I have would be possible without you, without the fact that you listen, uh, and support this show just by listening and sharing it with the people that, you know, um, you know, I know some of you individuals have given, uh, five star ratings and reviews and, and that truly just means the world to me. Um, you know, I've had a couple of people reach out to me and just tell me how much they enjoy the show, the fact that they listen, try to listen every week, uh, and, and that they truly, truly do enjoy it. And so that means the world to me. It means the world to me that someone takes the time out of their day to even consider listening to me, to, to listen to my thoughts and hear me ramble about the things that are going on in my life. And just, it, it truly, it, it's kind of weird to think that people actually want to hear me talk about things. Um, and, and, and I just, I'm incredibly grateful. So, you know, I I don't know what the future of this show looks like. Uh, I don't know who knows how long it'll go. Who knows how many episodes I'll do. I I have no idea. I hope to do this for a long time. And uh, so far I have no plans of stopping. Uh, But, but truly without you, uh, without the people that are listening and supporting the show and giving feedback, I wouldn't be able to do this. I wouldn't want to do this. Um, You know, a podcast, doing a podcast is great, but if nobody listens, uh, it kind of defeats the purpose. So, I'm so incredibly grateful for just you and and everyone that listens to the show. And and I hope that uh, whether you know me personally or whether you're someone that's picked up this show, um, you know, just on a whim and and you found this, whether you know me personally or not, I I truly hope uh, that you know that I'm incredibly grateful and thankful for you, the support that you give. uh, And I can't wait to see where we go uh, in the future. Yeah, before we before we get started with today's episode, I just want to take a moment to just recognize you and just uh, kind of reflect a little bit on the past few months and just where the show has gone. And um, I'm incredibly grateful. Uh, it, it has been such a cool process getting to work on this and getting to see people's reactions to it and uh, getting to hear that people are enjoying it. Uh, you know, complete sometimes complete strangers. Uh, and, and people, sometimes people that I know telling me that they truly do enjoy it week after week. Um, it means the world to me. So again, I'm just incredibly grateful for all the support, uh, that you've given me for the fact that you lend me any of your time to listen to this. Um, it really means the world. So I want to thank you uh, for that. And, um, again, excited to see where we go from here. Um, but with that out of the way, uh, I want to go ahead and jump into today's kind of, kind of the, the crux of today's episode. Um, so I, I will admittedly say upfront, this episode is going to be a little bit, it's, it's probably going to be a little bit scattered. Um, the, my thoughts today are a little bit all over the place, not necessarily in the sense that they don't make sense, but, uh, you know, th- my thoughts on what I want to talk about today, uh, while they do revolve around one specific topic, uh, are a little bit broad and and a little bit kind of all over the place. So, uh, apologies for that beforehand, but I hope that you, you know, are able, are able to make sense of, of what I have to say, uh, and, and hopefully you enjoy it. But, um, so I've mentioned this before and I'll, I'll probably mention it again in the future, but so I recently graduated from, relatively recently, actually we're approaching a year uh, of my graduation from college. Uh, I graduated from college back in December of 2021. Um, and 
I, uh, you know, like any college student, uh, you know, you're trying to figure out what you want to do afterwards, where you want to go. For me, I was lucky enough to have a full-time job lined up right after college. I was, I interned, uh, for about a year leading up to graduation and I was able to have a full-time job, which I currently still work. Um, and something that you hear all the time in college, at least I did, uh, especially if you are a business major or if you're involved in the college of business at wherever you go to college, um, you hear it all the time. It's that, you know, uh, it's not about what you know, or it's not always about what you know, but it's about who you know. Um, and basically the point of what that means is, you know, of course, the technical know-how of any skill or job or occupation is important. You know, if you're, uh, if, if you are an accountant, for example, you want to know how to do your job. You want to have the training to do the work that needs to be done from a technical perspective. You want to have the knowledge and the understanding of the terms that are used, uh, of, of how, uh, people use their money, how to manage money, all, all those things. You want to know that. But also the argument goes that there is also an, an arguably more important aspect of not just knowing how to do your job, but knowing other people that are in potentially uh, powerful and important positions uh, in similar jobs or maybe in different jobs. Um, because a lot of times the there's this term thrown around a lot called, you know, there's this thing called relationship capital where, uh, you know, you can kind of interpret it different ways. But essentially the crux of the term comes down to the more people you know and the more people you have in your personal network, uh, you know, the more of, of uh, intangible assets you have at your disposal. If I am skilled at doing A, but I'm unskilled at doing B and C, then it might be good for me to know people who are skilled at B and are skilled at C. Uh, because if then, if I'm, if I have a relationship with them, hence back to the name, the term relationship capital, if I have a relationship with them and, and you know, they trust me and I trust them, then there's a potential opportunity for us to kind of scratch each other's backs. I can offer them my services. They can offer me their services and we can be of a mutual benefit to one another. That's kind of where this term relationship capital comes from. Um, and, and where, you know, a lot of the idea of, of the phrase, it's not about what you know, but about who, you know, also comes from. And I will say to comment on that, um, to a degree, I would say that's, that's, that's true. You know, I, I think it's good to obviously have the technical know-how of any job. I, th I think it's good to have the technical skills needed to run whatever your job is, whether it, it's a high risk job or not. Um, it, it's, that's important. Obviously, if you're, if you're going to be a, you know, a surgeon or a doctor, like you, you want, uh, if you, whether you're, you're the patient or the doctor, you want to make sure that the medical professional in the room is trained in their profession. Um, but simultaneously, it's, it's also important to have at your, not as, I don't want to make it sound like, uh, you know, you're using people as a means to an end, but it's important to have good people in your circle that can encourage you, that can offer help when it's needed. Uh, and that can allow you to, that, that, that can help you, uh, stay on the path you need to stay to in order to succeed in whatever profession, uh, you want to succeed in. All of, all of that is true in my opinion, all that's true and valid. Um, and so when you're in college, when you hear this, oftentimes people say, okay, well, how do I need, how can I go about meeting people, expanding my network, things like that. And in college, one way to do it is just to quite literally go and meet people. There's all kinds of events that you can go meet people, learn about them. You obviously are in class with people. There's, there's the physical in-person events that you can do that at. 
But at least I've experienced, and I would imagine this is true for a lot of people, once you exit college or once you finish school, whether you, even if you didn't go to college or not, once you finish that, the generally speaking, I've seen the opportunities that arise for you to attend public events like that, social events where you can meet new people every single day, all the time, dramatically decrease once you finish school, simply because we're all living different lives. Some of us move to different areas. We all live, we all live in different areas and work in different areas. We, you know, some of us have families, some of us have, are working multiple jobs. There's a lot of things going on in life. And once you finish college or finish school to any degree, you simply just don't have the, the generally speaking, you don't have the capacity to socialize with people all the time. That's, that's why people do it so much on the weekends. You know, they have free time and everybody kind of takes advantage of it. Generally speaking, if you, if you don't have to work on the weekends. And so then the question comes back to, okay, well, what if I'm not in college or what if I'm on the back end of finishing school and you know, my opportunities to meet people in person and to, you know, build this quote unquote relationship capital, uh, is, is starting to diminish. What can I do then? And the popular answer, at least that I have heard and I have seen in my time uh, so far, is to take advantage of everyone's favorite social media uh, social media network, uh, LinkedIn. And you know, I've kind of joked about it before. I, due to my job, I use LinkedIn a lot. Uh, my nine to five job, I, I use it a lot. And for better or for worse, uh, it's just a part of my routine. It's part of what I do, uh, and it's it's just something that. I have to use in my job. Uh, and, and even at that, you know, I, I use it somewhat frequently outside of my job as well for better or for worse. It is, it is a part of my rel- of my generally daily schedule. Um, and it's, it's obviously a part of a lot of other people's, you know, uh, daily lives as well. There are, to my understanding, there are hundreds of millions of people, uh, I believe on LinkedIn. Um, let me actually, let me, let me look it up real quick. Um, it's a very popular website and, uh, for good reason. Um, let's see here. Oh, wow. Okay. According to, according to LinkedIn, there's much more than I thought. According to LinkedIn, there are about 875 million members, um, in on LinkedIn. So that surprises me. Um, but, but you know, my point stands, uh, there's a lot of people on LinkedIn and for good reason you know, where it separates itself from other social medias is that it takes the focus of your profession and what you do and puts it in the forefront. Whereas, you know, Facebook is more centered around your personal life, generally speaking. And whereas, you know, something like Instagram is also generally centered around your personal life, but from a photographic perspective, um, LinkedIn, although it is about your personal life is, is also just as involved in your professional life. Uh, and, and that's what it's, what it was built upon is to allow people in professional settings to, um, you know, connect with one another, to make relationships and, and expand their network, you know, to put, to put it lightly. And so because of that, uh, I, like I said, I, I have become a member of, of LinkedIn, uh, you know, and it's something that I use all the time, but <laughs> Part and this is this is maybe where I might be getting into my the, the rambling uh, part of the of the episode. Uh, so buckle up. But <laughs> um, part of at least in my opinion, the 
the downside of LinkedIn. Let me me start with the positive. The positive of LinkedIn is that it truly does give you the opportunity to connect with people that otherwise you most likely would never interact with. There have been people that I've done interviews with on this very show. There have been people that I have uh, worked with in my nine to five job, uh, you know, in, in, in important roles. Um, and people that I've interacted with that I've made friendships with through LinkedIn that otherwise I most likely would never have interacted with them. Um, and in that sense, LinkedIn is great for people to get connected to one another. If you have no idea who it is, you know, generally speaking, like on Facebook, you're probably going to be friends with someone if you know them, or maybe you know them, you know, tangentially, but you're, you're going to have some kind of relationship with them. Generally speaking, uh, and even so on Instagram, like a lot of people generally just follow like their, their friends, uh, they'll follow some, some professional accounts they like, and you know, maybe some, some people they don't know, but I don't know about you. I don't follow a ton of people that I don't know personally that aren't like major celebrities or anything. However, LinkedIn separates that a little bit because even if you don't know the people on there, you can connect with them purely based on the work that they do. If you work in the construction field, then you can connect with people on LinkedIn uh, that are also in the construction field. You may have no idea about them. You may, they may not live anywhere near you. They may not be interested in anything that you're interested in, but you both have that common factor where you both work in the construction field. And that's where it allows you to meet people that uh, otherwise you, you may not meet, uh, especially, you know, if someone lives in a different area, you may not, li- you may not have met them in person because there's just the, the, the distance, uh, that separates you two. And so I want to acknowledge that up front, like there is that benefit uh, of LinkedIn. If that's something that you think would be beneficial to you in your personal life, then, then I would recommend, you know, giving LinkedIn a shot and seeing if you like it. However, um, <laughs> It doesn't take long if you, if you actively use LinkedIn, it doesn't take long for you to realize that LinkedIn is a, a kind of, it's, it's, it just has a different feel to it compared to other social media websites, you know, on Facebook and Instagram and things like that. Um, you know, the general kind of theme of most people, most normal people is they're just sharing things about their lives. They'll give updates on family members. They'll give, you know, pictures of, of things they're doing with their friends, things like that. LinkedIn is a little bit different to where sometimes you'll get that, but most of the time you get somewhat, sometimes real, sometimes fake, uh, business promotions, things like that. Um, something that I see all the time, all the time, it was what partly inspired this video is video is what partly inspired this uh, episode is it see when you get on LinkedIn for long enough, you can start to feel kind of like, like you're behind a lot of times, like you're not, uh, you're not at the level of other people. You know, if you're, if you're like me, you're working a nine to five job, you're, you're trying to provide for your, your, your family members and things like that. Um, that's great. That that's, that's what a lot of people do and that's completely fine and and great and normal, I would say. But when you get on LinkedIn, there's a lot of people that, uh, that demonize nine to five jobs. There's a lot of people that, uh, claim to have multiple, you know, numerous sources of incomes there. They claim to work in all these different, different markets and different sectors. And they, they have this business and they have that business and they do this thing and they have that thing. And it can be kind of like, at least in my experience, it can be kind of, um, 
discouraging because when you're someone like me, you've just finished school, you're, you're getting a job, you're trying to, you know, enjoy your life. You're trying to make the most of it. You're trying to provide when you see someone who is somewhat, uh, kind of, um, kind of in a, in a fake virtuous, uh, way trying to flaunt the fact that they, uh, they have a lot of the monetary or financial answers. Uh, it it can be kind of discouraging, you know, it's in in a little bit annoying. I'll just go ahead and say it. Uh, and, and, and that's just me. Like, I'm not speaking for everybody, but that's just me, you know, um, as as I've I've said it before, but I, I graduated with a degree in finance and due to that, um, you know, I, I will probably forever have some amount of proximity to the ever-changing online financial finance community. Uh, some of us love it. Some of us hate it. I'm kind of somewhere in the middle. You know, I, I, I enjoy enjoy a lot of aspects of it, but there's also a lot of criticisms of it. Um, but but due to my interests and proximity to this online financial community, I'll, I'll see a lot of different uh, ideas and themes develop amongst people online, specifically on LinkedIn. Um, you know, whereas like on Facebook or something like that, you, you kind of get raw and unfiltered, uh, you know, thoughts from people. LinkedIn can be, a, it can seem a little bit more polished if, if that makes sense. And so unless you have been like living under a rock for the past, like, you know, two to four years, I guess I'll say, I don't, I don't know. Time probably isn't accurate on that. Don't quote me, but it, it seems like uh, the reason I'm saying all this is that it seems to me like there are so many people online that claim to have it all figured out that claim to be these financial gurus or like they are just experts in life, how they've got it figured out. They have the system that they, they use every single day that they can use to, they have used to change their life and they can use it to change yours. It, like, I swear it feels like every, like every other post on LinkedIn is, is revolving around this. Some kind of, some kind of like, uh, subtle way of selling you the idea that they have the answers and you do not. Um, and, and I imagine it's probably not just on LinkedIn, but it's very prevalent on LinkedIn. Um, and so, you know, I, I will see things all the time. I'll see things all the time where it'll be someone and and I'm not, I'm not going to say that every single one of these are fake. I'm going to, you know, some of these are, are probably real. Uh, but some of them just don't seem real to me. They don't seem sustainable long-term to me. They don't seem real to me. Um, for instance, I'm I'm not going to name anyone by name, but I've seen so many posts on LinkedIn of people claiming to sleep just the shortest amount of time and wake up at ridiculous times of the day and just, and just glorify this, uh, this unhealthy lifestyle of kind of grinding your life away. Um, this one individual I have in mind, I'm not going to say their name. Um, they, they would post pictures all the time of waking up at like three in the morning and driving an hour plus to work one way and they just they just loved it. They just get up and they would just go and go and go and they wouldn't stop and they'd be doing this all day long. And then they would, you know, for lunch they'd have like a, a you know, they they would have like they'd fast all day long and then they'd do this thing. And, and like they I'm not saying that like you can't work hard and practice healthy habits. I'm not I'm, I'm I encourage that. But anything can be taken to an unhealthy degree. And 
that is so prevalent in my opinion on LinkedIn. I see, I see all the time people say things, you know, they'll something about LinkedIn as well. And I'm just, this is just something I've noticed is that the way that people post things is very strange. Instead of like posting long, coherent sentences, they will make like one sentence and then, and then a space, like they'll hit enter and hit enter again. And there'll be like a, a break in the line. I'll make another sentence and then a break in the line. Like it's, it's very weird. Nevertheless, not, neither here nor there. Um, uh, I'll see things all the time where people would be like, you know, I wake up at four 30 every morning. Immediately I get up, get up, get dressed, walk out the door. I, I recite affirmations to myself. I listen to audiobooks while I'm, you know, working out for three hours in the gym. Uh, you know, I come home, I journal, I read, I meditate, I eat my breakfast. Um, you know, I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I plan my day out. I, I, I do all these like, and I do all this before seven thirty in the morning. This is the best way to start the day. This is what I do every single day. Like, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. If that's what works for you, then do it. That's great. Whatever works for you is fine. But with all due respect, <laughs> I, and again, I see this all the time, like thing, different iterations of what I just said all the time on LinkedIn. With all due respect, I just don't buy that. I just don't think that is real a lot of times. I don't think most people are doing that. I don't think that's sustainable. Um, I don't think that that is something that uh, is, is generally accessible for most people. Most people are not going to wake up at four 30 every morning. Um, and, and they're just not, you know, and I just don't think that's, a, a, I don't think most people are doing that, you know? Um, and again, why am I bringing all this up? I'm bringing all this up because there are so many people on LinkedIn that try to either explicitly or implicitly sell you the idea that they have it all figured out. They have the schedule down pat. They have the plan that they use every single day and that it's going to change your life. If only you'll, you know, take on a, you know, a hundred dollar hour long consultation call with them or something like that. Like it's, it's always something like that. You have to, you have to buy in just a little bit in order for them to give you the secrets that they have. And I'm not saying that no one has information worth sharing, valuable information worth sharing to other individuals. I'm not saying that at all, but at some point it just comes off as it comes off kind of, I don't know, kind of slimy. <laughs> it, it's hard to explain. Um, and you know, I think a lot of it is driven by money. I think a lot of it is driven by power. I think a lot of it is driven by the fact that people want to be viewed as the expert in the room whether they're willing to say it or not. And, and I think that, um, I think that there can be a lot of, a lot of negative aspects of this. Uh, this isn't always a, I don't, I don't think this is always a good thing in my opinion. Now, let me say one thing before I kind of continue. Um, I, I am not trying to say that if you or someone, you know, has a schedule that they use that works for them, that you also use that, has changed your life or if they have given you, or if you've received some kind of information that has, uh, you know, given you insight into something you didn't have insight into before that has allowed you to, uh, you know, expedite, uh, your goal reaching process or has allowed you to improve your life. 
I think that I'm not saying that's, that's bad. I think that's great. Whatever works for you, whatever allows you to get to the end of the day and be satisfied with the work that you do each day, do more of that. Um, we all have different schedules. We all have different systems, ways of doing things. And I think that we should focus on the way on the systems that we use to improve our lives and and to reach the goals that we have before us. You know, I'm not going to sit here and, and, you know, um, I'm I'm not going to sit here and suggest that you should live off dirt and beans and, and rice, uh, and that you should, you know, only just, just go out there and figure it out for yourself and not listen to anybody. I'm, I'm not saying that at all. Um, but, as I have tried to navigate my personal life, my professional life, my, you know, the finances, uh, that I have and things like that, as I've exited college and gone into professional career, I am becoming more and more of a, not necessarily in every aspect, but in a lot of ways, uh, and becoming more and more, uh, aware of the, of the truth behind the statement. Uh, that's kind of silly, but this, the statement always goes is more money, more problems. Um, you know, uh, as Michael Scott said famously in the office, mo money, mo problems. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm coming to realize that that statement in my opinion really does have some validity to it. Um, a lot of what people are seeking on LinkedIn, in my opinion, and a lot of what people are seeking just in regular life is they want freedom from their finances. They want freedom from, uh, their past transgressions. They want to be, uh, the best version of themselves. And a lot of times people believe that in order to do that, they have to, it it all comes back to finances and I get it. I understand things are expensive. Life is expensive. Um, you know, it's, it's not easy to, uh, to make sense of our finances at times. And so that's why I say, I'm not going to sit here and suggest that you should live off dirt, beans, and rice in my, in my, like go out there and get your money, go and diversify your income streams, go and, and, you know, enter different markets. If you want to, you know, have 14 different side hustles, if that's what makes you happy and that's what gets you along, then do more of that. Do that. Like do, do the thing that allows you to uh, provide for yourself and your loved ones at the end of the day. I, I think that's, that's great. And whatever works for you, if you love to just hustle it out and do a hundred different things all at once, then then do that. If you enjoy your, your one job that you have, and that's enough for you, then then do that. Go and make your money. And you know, as the saying goes, go bring home the bacon, <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm all for people making their money and supporting their own lives. But nevertheless, what I am suggesting is I think a lot of what these people on LinkedIn have wrong is that um, I don't think it's a bad thing if you don't, you know, have a hundred different passive income streams, quote unquote. That's a whole different topic for another day if whether there is a true passive income. But, um, you know, I, I'm not saying it's not it's it's a it's a <laughs> I'm not saying uh, it, th- what I am saying. Excuse me, I can't get my words correct. What I'm saying is that I don't think it's a bad thing if you don't have a hundred different income streams put together like I do, like, like, like I don't, you know, like I'm sitting here with my one job. I do the little show on the side. I don't have a hundred different income streams. Like a lot of people claim to, um, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I don't wake up at four 30 every single day and go directly to the gym and write down my affirmations and do yoga for 30 minutes and then meditate. And like, I don't, I don't do all these things. And I would, I would dare say that most normal people don't do that either because it's not sustainable. 
I, I don't think it's a bad thing if you have days where you're down and out, where you have the best intentions and things don't go right. And every, you know, and, and to, you didn't exactly win the day. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Life is hard. Life is complicated. Um, I, I don't think it's a bad thing if you're still trying to figure out life and you're still trying to make your own way. Um, you know, maybe it isn't a bad thing if you aren't operating 15 different side hustles because, you know, uh, as the saying goes, you don't want to work nine to five. You'd rather work 24 <laughs> seven. I'm being, I'm being a little silly here, but the point of what I'm saying here is that everyone has a philosophy. Everyone has an idea on how it can work on how you can make your life work. And I don't think it's a bad thing that people want to share that. And I don't think it's a bad thing that people want to give advice to other people if something has worked for them. But what I will also say is that I think life is complicated. Life is hard. Um, bad things happen to good people. And that a lot of times we get thrown curveballs that even the best, uh, you know, system for, for preventing problems and even the best, uh, goal reaching system can't, can't prevent, it can't help that. Um, and so I don't think it's a bad thing if you're not following these self-proclaimed financial and life gurus plans down to a T and I don't think it's a bad thing necessarily. I am happy for anyone that wants to make their money and wants to work up in the social ladder and wants to create all these different income streams and wants to, you know, read a thousand books every year and wants to be this individual that can, uh, you know, mentor. Like I'm not saying these are bad things. These are not bad things at all. But what I do think is a not great thing is the glorification of living a lifestyle that for most people is not sustainable, is going to burn people out and just generally isn't fulfilling in our lives. Um, like I said, more power to you if this is what works for you. However, what I think, um, what I think oftentimes gets lost in the mix is that generally speaking, you know, if you are going to significantly increase your income in some way, or if you are going to change your life in some way, or if you're going to, uh, bring about, you know, a, a huge transformation in your life in some way, or you're going to, you know, uh, fix a major aspect of your life, whatever it is. Um, in some way, this process of changing your life in some way, this process of living in a new way is going to complicate your life and cause you to have to jump through more hoops than you currently might be. For instance, if I believe that I'm not making enough money and I want to, I want to make more, I want to have more income streams. And I see online that someone has figured out how to build the, you know, they have, they have a system for building the best, uh, real estate portfolio. And they, they know, they claim to know how to work the market um, and know how to monitor it and know when to buy and when to sell. Th that's great. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. But understand that just because they may have, they may claim to have a, an answer to the question of how can I make more money in this market or that market? That doesn't mean that it's not going to require you to jump through more hoops. That doesn't mean it's not going to require you to uh, have to deal with more complications in your life. As we've said, life is already complicated enough as it is. Uh, things are already difficult. Things already, uh, are not easy for a lot of people. And so when you add more of these hoops to jump through, again, I'm not saying you can't do it, but I think it's worth understanding that just because 
it's possible to add all these different aspects into your life, that doesn't necessarily mean you should or that it's going to be uh, sustainably possible to do it. Um, it. It is, in my opinion, you know, I, I, this is going to sound so simple, but I, I heard someone uh, on a podcast one time, they, it was these two individuals and they were just talking about, uh, they were talking about their own finances and one of the people asked them, you know, like, Hey, what, what do you, what do you make of, of, you know, what's kind of your financial philosophy? And, and they said something basically to the extent of, you know, honestly, I want to try and make things as, as simple for me as possible. Uh, they were, they were talking, you know, one person I think was talking about in the, in the show, like they traveled a lot and they were like, Oh, do you, did you get like a, an airline card or anything like that? Did you get a, an airline credit card to get miles? And they were like, no, I didn't do that. And they were, they were asking them why. And which is a fair question, you know? And like I said, their, their response was basically, I just didn't want to deal with all the complications that were going to come with it. Cause he knew that if he were to get it, although it's not a bad thing, you know, there's going to be all kinds of different stipulations you have to fulfill. You have to, there's different criteria you have to take care of if you're going to take advantage of that card. And and there are plenty of benefits uh, to doing that. I'm not even going to, I'm not sitting here to say that, you know, airline cards are bad, but for him, he was basically just saying, sometimes it's easier just to take the simpler route and get the things done that need to be, that need to be done. Um, and, and I, I, I agree. Uh, I think, you know, I think that's a perfectly fine take on, on just life in general and in our finances. Um, it is okay to live a simple life with simple finances, sometimes streamlining things and making our lives less complicated, even at the sacrifice of adding in, you know, uh, these, these, um, systems that are claimed to revolutionize your life or, you know, quote unquote, passive income streams or, uh, you know, opportunities to build your relationship. Like even, even at the sacrifice of passing up these different opportunities, I think it's okay. And honestly, not necessarily a bad thing to streamline your life and make your life less complicated while still reaching the, uh, still reaching the desired outcome you want to reach in the end. Again, all of this that I'm saying is, is surrounded by the, the, uh, idea that whatever works for you, if that, if that works, then that's fine. If what works for you, like I said, is to wake up every single day at four 30 and to get the grind on and to go and to do all these things, then by all means do that, do more of it. And if you want to share it with other people, that's fine. I don't think it's a bad thing, but I think it's important to understand that at the end of the day, everyone's life is different. We all have different philosophies. We all have different ideas and we all have different ways of doing things. Sometimes the way we do things is not, it doesn't work. And sometimes it does. And I don't think it's a bad thing if we want to share the fact that this did or did not work. I don't think, I don't think that's a bad thing at all. However, to kind of try and to begin to wrap up all these thoughts, as I mentioned initially, when you get on LinkedIn and you see a lot of these people that seem to be explicitly and implicitly selling you the idea that they have all the financial secrets figured out that they know how to, you know, fix your life. They have conquered all summited all mountains and reached all the peaks. And that if you will just follow them and, and, you know, give them some of your time and maybe some of your money, uh, that you too can reach the level that they have reached. I'm not saying that that won't work for you. Um, 
But I think that that idea, although it, it's not only, it, and I've been kind of picking on LinkedIn a lot, that idea uh, is not only on LinkedIn. It's, it's in a lot of places. I think that idea can be dangerous sometimes. I don't think that is the best way of doing things for some people. For me personally, you know, full transparency, like my days uh, typically start in a way where I try to, I've found that I get the most work done in the hours uh, before like noon or one o'clock. That's when I'm most productive. So what I try to do is I try to maximize that time. I try to make the most of that time, whether I'm, you know, uh, a lot of times I'll record on the weekends, whether I'm recording on the weekends or I'm working during the work week, uh, at my job, uh, whatever it is, if I have something I need to do and I, and I want to make sure I accomplish it, I'm going to try and do it for me personally during those hours of the day. However, I realize that not everybody's schedule is the same. Some people work during the nights, some people work during the day and it's not always the same people, people's lives are complicated and different and that is okay. And I'm happy to share my schedule, the way that I do things, my advice, and I'm happy to share that with anybody. But I I also understand that just because something works for me doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to work for other people because all of our lives are different and all of our lives have different hurdles to jump over at the end of the day. As I've mentioned, at the end of the day, all of our financial environments, all of our lives, all of our problems are different. Although there are a lot of similarities with all of us at the end of the day, our lives, my life is different from yours and it's different from every person you interact with. We all have different wants and needs and that is okay. However, with that comes the understanding that oftentimes our attempts to drastically increase our income or drastically change our life drastically change our health, drastically change our schedule, fill in the blank. A lot of times these attempts, uh, in multiple, in, in multiple different ways can create more stressors in our lives and more problems in our lives that we may not have realized were there and that we're going to be there in the first place. Um, and honestly, (laughs) you know, to kind of wrap up to begin to wrap up things here, maybe just maybe, If you look at your life, if you look at a lot of the things that are happening in your life, a lot of the troubles, uh, a lot of the the things that are, you know, in your life personally that are stressing you out, uh, if they are a lot of the things that you're dealing with that maybe you wish you hadn't, you didn't have to deal with, uh, maybe, maybe just maybe whenever you take inventory of those things, maybe you don't need more stress and complications in your life. Your life probably is and might be already stressful and complicated enough. Maybe you don't need to add in more hurdles unnecessarily if you don't have to. Maybe you don't need to wake up at 3 a.m. every single day and, and try to fix your life by getting three hours of sleep and grinding it out every single day. Maybe you don't need to add in multiple different hurdles to jump through every 15 minutes of every single day. I'm not saying there's not room improvement in, in in all of our room for improvement in all of our lives. But what I do think is that, uh, when we are sharing advice, when we are sharing tips, when we are sharing ways that we believe we can improve our lives, I think it should be generally understood that when you add something significant or take something significant out of your life, good or bad, it's probably going to add stresses and complicated complications to your life. 
Um, which is why I go back to what I said, uh, kind of about halfway through, um, does the phrase, you know, more money, more problems really ring true in my opinion, not all the time, but oftentimes it, it sure does. I think a lot of times. And, and I think that that goes, that goes, uh, towards a lot of aspects, not just money. Uh, does you, you can add, you can, you can basically think of it as does adding more things to do in my life, does adding more, uh, more hurdles to jump through in my life, make my life more complicated and more stressful. Maybe not always, maybe you have the capacity to handle those, those hurdles and those, uh, stresses. I've, I've said the word hurdle a lot in this episode. I apologize, <laughs> but, but, uh, Maybe you have the capacity to do that. And if you do have the capacity to withstand that and to, and to make sense of those things in your life, then by all means go for it and more power to you if that's what you want to do. And if that's the best way for you to live your life. But however, if, if, if you don't want those problems, if you don't want those complications, if you want to keep your life simple, if you want to try and simplify and streamline your life, um, that is fine. There is absolutely zero shame in trying to keep your life simple, streamlined and efficient and effective. In my opinion, as I said uh, at the beginning of this episode, it was today's episode is going to, was going to be a little bit, uh, kind of all over the place. I hope that my thoughts today made sense. Uh, <laughs> I hope that, uh, it wasn't too much rambling for you, uh, because, I know that I can do that sometimes and, and at times I can have an idea and something I want to share and it can just be a little bit all over the place. But I hope that you understand that everything I said today is coming from a genuine place. It's not that I'm trying to suggest that you shouldn't change your life in any way or that you shouldn't look for advice from others. I think you should. I think that's great. But understand also that oftentimes this process of trying to, uh, overcomplicate our lives and add more hurdles to jump through in our lives can be a negative more than a positive sometimes. And I think that's worth looking into and, and evaluating. Again, that's on a personal, personal basis. Your life is going to look different than mine. And, and that's for me to evaluate in my life and you to evaluate in your life. But all I suggest is that you do that. You, you suggest, uh, or I suggest that you evaluate these things. If someone's suggesting you do a B or C, I think you should evaluate a B or C before you do those things and see if they're right for you. Uh, I apologize for being kind of general in a lot of ways this episode. Uh, sometimes I, I just, I just like to keep things general, but I hope that all of this made, made sense to you wherever you are right now. Uh, and, and hopefully you enjoyed today's episode. Um, that's going to be all for me today. Uh, I appreciate you tuning into this episode. As I mentioned earlier in the beginning, I appreciate all the support you've given uh, just to this show and to me over the past few months. And, and I'm greatly appreciative of just everything that you, the listener, have been able to, uh, all the support you've been able to show me. And, and, and I can't wait to see where we go in the future. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you would like to follow me or the show on any social media, uh, then those links will be down in the description of today's episode. I don't think I mentioned any other links or anything during this episode, but if I did, those links will also be uh, in the description. So feel free to head down there, check that out, um, and feel free to uh, message me anytime you like to give feedback. Uh, you can email me anytime at radiofacepod at gmail.com if you'd like to give your thoughts, if you'd like to suggest a guest. Uh, or if you just want to say, hey, uh, feel free to email me anytime. Um, and I'd love to hear from you. Thank you again for tuning in today's episode. And I hope you have a great day. Goodbye, everybody. 
Thanks for tuning into this episode of the podcast. As one final reminder, if you'd like to support the show, then don't forget to rate and review the show wherever you get your podcast or share it with a friend. If you'd like to check out any links that were mentioned during the show or follow the show or myself on social media, then feel free to head to the description of today's episode to find these links. As always, thank you again for checking out today's episode, and I really hope you enjoyed it. I will catch you all on the next episode of the podcast. See ya.